Control your life. It's the season of harvest and learning about true happiness episode. Hey, it's harvest time, mother fathers. <laughs> I caught that. I caught that. Yeah, that didn't count. Bro. That's what? breath control, baby. <laughs> That's cheating because you took a breath. <laughs> where was control. Where was the diaphragm there? <laughs> My bird's broke. <laughs> it breaks every October. It <laughs> broken diaphragm. It's just a sprain. Sprain diaphragm. Pull diaphragm. Sprain diaphragm. Kaduk. <laughs> pulled my diaphragm last night. <laughs> damn baby mama broke my diaphragm. <laughs> And it really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Buzz, I can't hit them notes. <laughs> Cracked my diaphragm. <laughs> Baloney. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is diaphragm, is that a muscle? That's a muscle, right? Or is it an actual... It's a general area. Yeah, no, general I, don't area. I, do, I don't know. I don't know. I just got it from... Uh, Sister Remember act. Sister Act? From the diaphragm. Yeah, but it's that part right underneath your lungs, right? That's your spirit. Yeah, it's right below the ribs. Right, right by the spirit. So I can see how that could happen. I see how you could get a yeah. di- cracked diaphragm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> We're going to have to fact check that one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, all you mother fathers out there. How do you heal a cracked diaphragm? Hmm. Google mm. that. Welcome to November, and just a reminder: it is Native American Heritage Month. Hey. So, in celebration, yeah, an observation. Uh huh. Be late everywhere, everywhere. Indian time. To all everything. Month. Oh, mother fathering month. It's uh, uh, oh, is uh, Capital oh. K? Are you there? Do we blow your eardrums? Oh, well, good. I'm here. I'm here. Still hanging in there. All right, that's good, man. It's a soldier. He's oh, a soldier. Uh, that's the diaphragm. Diaphragm yeah. question. How's your diaphragm? <laughs> How's your diaphragm these days? All right, yeah, but you still singing good. Just had a checkup. Doing pretty good. <laughs> your annual <laughs> diaphragm checkup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that what it does? Yeah. Is it like an actual yeah. muscle? Or is it just yeah, like it is. It's an actual muscle, major yeah. muscle of respiration, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why they say diaphragm breathing so you can have more uh room in your lungs. <sighs> oh, okay. Did That's you good. know 
What do I know? That your lungs have the surface area of a tennis court. What? Amazing. How so? Like if they took it and unrolled it? Yeah, they just like made it like a big fruit roll up. Ooh. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. What flavor would you be, JC? What's that? <laughs> Cherry. Your lungs. Your lungs. You'd be Boone's Cherry. <laughs> Boone's Barn Cherry. Strawberry Hill. Strawberry <laughs> I'd be that uh, cute night Kiwi. <laughs> Damn, those are some throwbacks, bro. Ooh. Oh man, those drinks gave you the runs, though. Remember, like those, those reserves, <laughs> not the not the gray cans, but those ones with the panther eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, they that was like, Cobra, right? No, it was. I think it was Sainides or Sainides. That's that kind of wiggly eye. Yeah, but this one had those like those panther eyes or whatever they were on the on the bottle. They oh were, yeah, those, those flavors. Yeah, those juice, those juice drinks. Yeah, they were those. Uh... Not St. Ives, but what was the other one? Res- uh, reserves? They were called yeah, reserves. reserves yep. They weren't steel reserves. Yeah, they weren't steel reserves. They were called reserves. Yeah, the original. Yeah, that was the second. Those right. ones will give you the runs. Yeah, those St. Ives too, man. Super sweet. That was kind of like the, yeah, that was kind of the fruity stuff back then, huh? Yeah, that's what, I mean, that's what I started on. Yeah, now everything's kind of has a flavor, I guess. You can get alcohol popsicles. Really? What? Yeah. Remember I told you about that? I seen. I thought that. alcohol couldn't freeze. Well, yeah. Well, they, I don't know. They have. I guess my, beer freezes. I saw a meme where it, that uh, they had a bottle of Hennessy, and it's like I thought alcohol don't freeze. What she said? Yeah. <laughs> they were like, "There's a bunch of comments on there going crazy." Oh, bro. Yeah, talking about you better see who's taking some shots. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't Hennessy, sir. Yeah, putting oh, putting water gross. back in there. Something else Putting water in there Yeah uh. <laughs> Alright Well Over here to my right <laughs> All the way from Papua And I know And I know And I know He is your favorite Indian Your whole in one Ace JCB Say show up Good to see you Hey It's good to have you here And over here to my left All the way from L Jesus He is Number 83 In the place to be He ain't even trying to preach It's the pod god He Randy B Say show up Mahalo. Ah, uh, mahalo. It's chick shalom. <laughs> hey, and on the phone tonight, special guest all the way from Helena, Montana. It is Capital K, Kevin Sandoval. Say shoda. Shoda. All right. Can you hear us all right? Oh, yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. Hey. hey, and you know me, Mo Hugs, not drugs, all the way from up the road in Arrow Creek. <laughs> hey. <laughs> And we are the Unspoken Words crew. We're coming to you live tonight. We're going to get into a little bit of a reflection episode because we're on Sunday. It's going to be three years, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Three Dang. years. Three years. November 5th, 2020 um, is when we Good kick, for you. Good kicked for off you. our first episode. That's amazing. Aho, aho to Aho-ho. us. Thank you. Thank you. I know, I know. Thank you, guys. Triennial. The Triad Triennial Trilogy Trinity. Triennially. Three-peat. So try me. (laughs) There's three years in a row we (laughs) (laughs) three-peated. We three-peated on yours. Triple triple crown racehorse. Triple bypass. 
<laughs> I don't try anything. I just do it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, moving right along. Moving right along. Um, <laughs> all right, so hey, yeah, it's a beautiful November evening here. And we're going to throw it over to your favorite Indian because he's got some some creepy facts or something, right? What is it? I forgot. Are you sure you want to do that? Yeah, I want to do that. <clears throat> okay, you asked for it. No, uh, just some random facts. want to get your take on these. Um, per usual, 64 weird but true fun facts. All right, let's see how many we can get through in two minutes. Two minutes? I'm just playing. That's not enough time to... Okay. Here's one for all you flat earthers. Hey, here we go. Australia is wider than the moon. Hmm. No, I believe that. Australia. Australia is wider than the moon. The moon. How wide is it? (laughs) Wide as your shorts, man. I can't help myself. I can't help myself. It's just saying wide. (laughs) Wide. That wide. It's that wide. So the moon is 2,113 miles in diameter. Australia is 2,485 miles. So about 300 miles. So... Why? I mean, how does that pertain to flat Earth? I mean, what what do you mean? What do you mean? Where are you going with that? That's where my mind went. I was like, what? Well, just you know, one's wider than the other. What? (laughs) Your your buns? (laughs) 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 Yeah, there you go. Shit, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's move okay, along. Okay, move on, move along. <laughs> okay, headphones can increase the bacteria in your ears. Ooh. Oh, I believe that. I can see that. Yeah, just like, shoot, man, if I don't, like, clean my ears in the morning, then I got, like, some vi- virtual calls, and I have to wear those f- headphones that go in. Man, they're all Gumbat, waxy, crusty. Pull it out, man. There's like all kinds of wax on there. I'm like, dang. I'm, like, I'm glad I'm here by myself. <laughs> what? what? We got a what now? Huh? When you, when you, uh, when I take the headphone out of my ear. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. Wearing We're not going there. Wearing headphones for just an hour could increase the bacteria in your ears by 700 times. Dang. Damn, that's, yeah, okay, so, all right. Your ears also get tired after 15 minutes. It's called ear fatigue. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, and then. That way they feel sore? Yeah, cheeks, like, uh, they get. <laughs> cheeks down. <that. laughs> buns down. <that, huh? laughs> Your Randy <Casey> buns. buns. <laughs> <laughs> we all went to say. So we got to say Josiah buns. <laughs> Just, just call me hot dog buns. <laughs> I thought it was hamburger buns. <laughs> Tony hot dog buns here. <laughs> that sounded terrible. That is terrible. I'm talking about the real deal. Like, 
Yuck. Weezed. Weezed. Like, like a cookout. <laughs> that real deal. Hey, man. I just, we're, we're, we're walking chill, through a landmine right now. I know. There's like exploding around. Yeah. 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 Yuck. But we shall press on. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> Don't talk like that to me. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know. Oh. Scotland chose the unicorn as its national animal. Uh who? Unicorn. I've heard that one. You what? heard that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that one. And the Scotland unicorns. You guys heard of them? Oh yeah. yeah. Wicked independent basketball team. <laughs> the unicorns? Yeah, the unicorns. Okay, okay. So wait. Do you guys think unicorns are real? At uh, some point? At some point? Yeah. Mm. Maybe like a birth defect or something, because like yeah. they're <clears throat> mentioned in the Bible like, like a deformed forty one. times. A unicorn? Unicorn? I've never like where? original, like the original like Hebrew text, the Bible or Latin and whatever. Yeah, like unicorns in the Bible like a bunch of times. That's crazy. Maybe, but maybe it's like he said, it's like just like a deformed horse. I don't know. I think they're real. Well, cause you know, like people get like bone deformities, and it makes them look, you know, all like the elephant man. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's like an elephant horse thing. Yeah. Then like they push <laughs> it up to make it look better. <clears throat> no. No. No, I don't know. I just I think there was some form of it. I'll buy that. Okay. All right. It came from somewhere. Came from somewhere. Somebody just didn't. Right. Make those it up. bad word deeds. <laughs> Okay, human teeth are the only part of the body that can't heal themselves. Tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Teeth are not made of live tissue and are coated in enamel, which can't spontaneously regenerate. <clears throat> That's unfortunate. Isn't it, though? So, oh, what bugs me out about teeth is, like, you get a set, and then they fall out, and then you get another set. Like... Why aren't they like just why doesn't your body just keep producing teeth? Why not? Right? Yeah. Because there's only two seeds to begin with. But I mean, like, why? Why aren't you like just born with a set that will last you your whole life? Why do you got to have two and then that's it? You'd think, like, if you're a believer in evolution, that that would have happened by now because, like, well, early and early on, like they couldn't really take care of their teeth. And once you had no teeth, dude, you're gonna die. Oh yeah. So it would. That's be, why they made pemmican. I would think that they had. <laughs> they, I would think that they would like you would evolve to the point where yeah, you would get like okay, that one fell out. We need another one. Sharks do that. Yeah. My, my dentist was talking about. I think they're creating stuff to grow back your teeth or something. For real? Yeah. I wouldn't doubt that. Like they're in the process of like making it. Easier to get them back. What do you think, Capital? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think yeah. I don't know about the whole growing it back thing, but I <laughs> <laughs> I I, yeah. I feel like you should just like yeah, be able to grow unlimited teeth. Yeah, I I'm for that. Yeah, I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving right along. Let's address this project. There you go. There you yes. go. Like, we should march for that. Yeah. Considering it's, uh, <laughs> what did you call it? 
Native American Heritage Month? Yeah. Is that the official name? Yeah. Yep. Said IHS screwed us. IHS Dental screwed us. We want more teeth. We want teeth. We, we want teeth. teeth. There you go. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. I lost both? all my teeth in Are crow. They real? <laughs> <laughs> John Wayne's teeth. Hey, yeah. John Wayne's teeth. Hey, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Switzerland prohibits the ownership of just one guinea pig. Only one? Only one. You can't you can't have you can't have just one. We're That's the way potato then. chips. Yeah. We're since, not going there then. Since since guinea pigs are such social creatures, one guinea pig would get get lonely, so having just one is considered animal abuse in Switzerland. Oh. Okay, I I heard you wrong. I thought you could only have one. So you can't just have one. Yeah, you can't just have one. Hey, I've never because they'll get lonely. I don't think I've ever been around a forced guinea pig. addiction. What's that? Forced addiction. You can't just have one. Oh, oh. Mm. never really been around a guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you ever carried a guinea pig? Anything? I've they, carried one. Uh, they used to have one at in uh, Panikus, and I seen it bite a girl, and she like got stuck to her finger, so she kind of shit whipped it off her hand. <laughs> yeah, and it hit the ground, and it made like this, like a squeaky toy. Yeah, like that. <clears throat> she got in trouble for that. No, it probably didn't feel too good, but she got in trouble for that. Huh. She got bit, defended herself, and she got in trouble. Wow, that's dumb. Yeah, kind of funny. That's that colonial. That's that settilizer thinking. Settilizers. <laughs> Don't be a settilizer. Yeah, this we is had not pig back in the day. You did. Yep, we had them for a while. <laughs> Deuce and Stanley were pretty badass. Deuce and Stanley. Yep. Nice. How long did you have them? Yeah. Oh, shoot! Probably about two, couple years, maybe. Oh, nice. Yeah, the kids just kind of lost attention. Got to a point to where mom was taking care of it. So. Uh, oh, you mean there in Helena you had them. So did you flush them down the toilet? Facebook giveaway. Were they pretty they nice? Awesome. Like they yeah. just chill? They just chill with you? Like watch yeah, TV and stuff? Yeah, hang out there, yeah. You pull them out and they'll just hang out. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know what we're going to call this episode. They, they just chill, just like Randy and JC. <laughs> Please don't name your guinea pigs Randy and JC. I know. <laughs> to all our listeners, those guinea pig buns. I'm not even going to tell you where my mind went. (laughs) All right. Okay. Next subject. Here's one we hope you'll really enjoy. All right. A shrimp's heart is in his head. So where's his brain? Does it say? Uh, If that wasn't interesting enough, due to the nature of their open circulatory system, shrimp have no arteries, so their organs just float around in blood. What? What? It doesn't say anything about their brain, but it says their heart is in the head and they have no, no, basically veins, I would say. Huh. So they're just full of blood. Uh, What? So kind of like the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. Kind of looks like it though, right? He's the one that wanted a brain, right? Yeah. Yeah. If I only had a brain. Yeah. That show's kind of creepy. No. um, That just brings up this thought like. I keep seeing this thing about how, like, shrimp, lobster, 
crab, all those kind of things, or just like sea bugs. Sea bugs, yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of like, yeah, that's that's weird. I just had a or I had a conversation about this with uh, one of my coworkers, and he was like, "I would never eat bugs. They're trying to get us to eat bugs and blah 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 blah." I was like, "Well, don't you like seafood?" He goes, "Yeah, you eat shrimp." Yeah, I'm like, well, those are bugs. Yeah. No, just, I totally agree. They just live in the water. But have you seen like the texture of a shrimp? Though they do look like their veins all over. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. True, true, true. So I wonder what those are. Mm. Probably veins. <laughs> the, the veins of its exoskeleton. But according to Mr. Google, they have no veins. Oh, weird. Hmm. Maybe they're just like little red hairs. Yuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to. No. Oh, man. We're not going there, bro. Oh, We're not going man. there. <laughs> Family show. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, we are more creative in the shower. Mm. <laughs> that's where I do my best singing. <laughs> I was just gonna say I, I don't know about creative, but that's <clears throat> my voice just pops in the shower from the diaphragm. From the diaphragm, the acoustics are just so good in there. Mm. So, uh, if you ever felt like you think better in a warm shower, you're probably right. The warm water increases the flow of dopamine and makes us more creative. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to start having to pay attention being more mindful when I'm in the shower. Oh, uh, man, I give, I, I make up songs. I give motiva- motivational speeches. Mm. I think I came this close to uh, curing low gas mileage. <laughs> All kinds of stuff. Huh. But as soon as I get out, then I start getting cold because I'm like not in the shower anymore. Yeah, yeah. It all just. Interesting. Not I, I write that stuff down. Man, I I can't even like think of what I think about. So okay, so, like, seriously, like I'll do some singing, like because I'll turn on some music and I'll jump in the shower. So I'm usually listening to music anyway. Long shower, short shower. Like no, it's like Medium. five five minutes max. Oh, max five, five minutes, man. I'm I'm not even done with my first song. Oh, no, I'm like, I'm and like they asked for an encore. Yeah, they're gonna get an encore while I'm getting dressed. Cause I, I mean, I gotta go through the whole album. Yeah, bro. I gotta, go, I gotta sing a whole album for real. Yeah, I'll yeah. stay in there as long as I can. Nah, I'm like in and it's, out. It's, it's like get, let's get this over with. Especially in the winter time. Like, <clears throat> man, there's nothing like a hot shower. I got one of those like you know the shower heads that are like square. Oh yeah, yeah, big ones. Yeah, bro, fire. Mm-hmm. fire. No, I wouldn't. I don't doubt it. I'm like in and out. I'm like, let's get this over with. Let's get this day started. It's like standing in a rainforest. Oh. It's like I'm. Let's get to my coffee. Let's get to my emails. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Okay, all right. <clears throat> Sloths can hold their breath longer than dolphins. Mm, I knew that. Did you? No. Oh no. That's interesting. I wonder why. Why do they need to hold their breath? There's. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, that's that's uh, that's uh, that's actually a really good question. Yeah. Uh, dolphins need to come up for air every ten minutes, but by slowing their heart rate, sloths can actually hold their breath for forty minutes. Uh, but again, why? No, that's probably why because they're so slow. They move so slow, like they fell in the water. They it's probably like a protective ha- mechanism. Oh, yeah, okay. They have to hold their breath as they try to make it back up to the top. Do you think they swim fast? 
No. They probably don't, don't do anything like fast. Like an Ice Age, didn't he? <laughs> that's a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's really scientific. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to look that up. We're gonna have to. Dog, hey, do you Capital K? Do you know if sloths swim? I don't think so. I don't know, but I'm just thinking they hold their breath for protective factors, like because they're a slow moving them mammal that that way they can't be detected. That's my mm-hmm. guess. What was that other movie called when they walk real slow? Remember they're like policemen? Remember they're like Remember it's that cartoon? Uh kinda rings a bell. Ah uh, man, that girl there's a girl bunny on there and she's kinda real pretty. Or like no. <laughs> for cartoon purposes. Yeah, for the cartoon. <laughs> uh, oh, um, Zootopia. Yeah, Zootopia. Remember, yeah. there's that. Remember that uh, those. Yeah, that's at the DMV. Remember? Yeah, they're at the DMV and they're real slow. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sounded like that dude on Wayne's World. Remember? Does anybody ever get excited when Bugs Bunny dresses up like a girl bunny? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't say that. I have. <laughs> None at all. <clears throat> okay, a couple more, a couple more. Supermarket apples can be a year old. Wow. By the time you get them at the grocery store, they might be up to a year old. Oh, wow. How do they... That's, that's crazy. How do they sustain that? Okay, so farmers often pick apples in the fall, cover them in wax, mm. hot air dry them, and then put them in cold storage. This keeps them edible and ready to sell in for six to twelve months. Oh wow! No, I just seen this reel where like it was this ancient practice um, of this uh, community. I can't remember where it was, but anyway, they had like these clay pots. And this um, certain kind of mud, they would put their food in there, <clears throat> and they close it up, and they didn't even have to refrigerate it or anything, and it would just stay fresh for up to six months. What was in them? Whatever. No, I mean like they just put the food in their pot. Yeah, like this is this kind of container, like a glass container, and they covered it with this mud. Oh, okay. Like a like a pottery mud type of deal. Almost like a, um, and they let it dry, and then it was it would stay fresh for up to six months. And this like guy took this out, and like he's like, yeah, he's like, we put this away six months ago, and he broke it open, and there was fresh grapes in there. He took them and he was eating them. So almost like a like a seal then. Yeah, <clears throat> old timey saran wrap. Yeah, but it kept them fresh for like six months. Did you guys also know that pemmican can last up to twenty years if it's kept in a cool, dry place? Oh really? I believe it. Yeah. That's the second time I heard pemmican. Mm-mm-mm. I think some's coming. That's why he, yeah, he got me on that because he said pemmican earlier, <coughs> and we just had a pemmican class at work. Man, you should have brought some. I got some up there for sale. Tuh. How much? How much a ball? I think they're ten bucks a ball. I'll come buy some. They they pick the bones out. Yeah, so actually they're shredded. Okay. Like, um, yeah, I can I can teach you guys how to make. I'm not going to teach over the air, but <laughs> guys have, have to come a, to my class. A digital pemmican making class. No, the yes. last pemmican I had it was probably well ago now, like five, six years ago. And I got they're just passing around a ball of it at the drum. I was like, "Oh, cool!" And I grabbed it and I grabbed the pinch and I threw it in my mouth and I started chomping on it. And there's bone in there. What? Yeah, <clears throat> and then those the, the, those um seeds. <clears throat> yeah, this is like little 
Like Pieces boom. Of bone. Oh, yeah. Those are the choke cherries, yeah, right? Those, like, choke but cherries. the way that they taught us was like she um, cuts up the dry meat mm-hmm. into little chunks. No. And then throws it in the oven for a couple minutes until it like hardens a little bit. Yeah. And then pull, like, I had to pulls it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pulls it out and, and then uh, throws it in a blender the new way. Like throwing it in a blender and then it shreds it all up okay, really fine. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Mm. <clears throat> okay. What about you? Do you know how to make pemmican capital K? I see it done a long time ago. I probably made some of my pala back in no water, back in Benita. Probably old style exactly. too, huh? Oh, yeah. But uh, last year, our, our boss, our executive director, mom brought some up, found a bunch of them. And people really dove into it. It was pretty good. They liked it. They were telling them. So yeah, I was new to them, so they all tried it out. It was pretty good. Heck yeah. Mm. It's really fairly simple, like the ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a freaking, it's good. Resourceful. Very resourceful. Okay, most wasabi paste isn't real wasabi. Wasabi? Wasabi. Wasabi. What is it? If you always thought that your store-bought wasabi tastes more like horseradish, you're probably right. It's often used as a substitute since real wasabi is expensive. Mm. Oh. So it's like, yeah, I mean... That's all wasabi tastes like to me is horseradish. And it's just dyed green. Wow. I mean, I, the only time I have have it is when I'm eating sushi. Sushi. Yeah, they got rid of uh, Okinawa shut down. Did you see that? Did it? Yeah. I just seen it yesterday. Yeah. The best sushi joint in town. Mm-hmm. And I guess the guy went home. Went back to Japan? Went back to, yeah. went back to Okinawa? Yeah. Dang. That's crazy. He went back to hang out with his family. Maybe he got <clears throat> deported. I know. I went, tried to go to Nara a few weeks ago on a Monday. And it was closed. Really? I was like, what? Like closed for good or? No, it was just like closed. Oh, okay. Like nothing. It just said closed. And I was like, what? I was like craving. I haven't, haven't had a chance to have sushi since. Damn it. We need to go have sushi. Yeah, when Capital K comes to town. Hey, when are you coming back to Billings, Capital? Um, looking at the 12th, 13th. I got some stuff going down at Bill Recovery. Okay. 12th, uh, 13th. That'll be a Sunday, Sunday and a Monday. Monday. Sunday, yeah. Monday. Okay. We could do Sunday, Monday. Yeah. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Let's go yeah. get some sushi. Sunday. Let's do Sunday. It. Sunday. You eat sushi? Oh, you know it. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do it. We'll bring Matt along too. Yes, sir. Matthews. The five musketeers, baby. <laughs> and five. now, a word from our sponsor. Okay, let's do this. Uh, okay, we'll leave you with this. <clears throat> Cat urine glows under a black light. Yeah, I believe it. How'd you find that out? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, and, yeah, right? And how did you know it was cat urine? Yeah. Odd. Hmm. There's other stuff that glows under a black light too. Mm. Yeah, it does. Just let me pull out the facts. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself, bro. I couldn't help myself. I knew it was coming. <laughs> okay, I had a couple. Can I have one? Go for it. Go, Go for, for it. it. The adjective three years comes from 
the early 1600s. The what? Yeah. The first time that three years the adjective was used was in 1617. Earliest evidence for three years used as an adjective in the English language was back in 1617. Hmm. Three years. Three years ago? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, bro. It's the etymology of the word, bro. Oh. Like okay. the history and the origin of the word. Huh. Amazing. You got another one? Uh, no, that was. I just looked at it because I was like, okay, what are the cool things about three years and... Okay, I know I was. I said I was going to leave you with the cat urine one, but I can't pass this one up. Okay. Before we had toilet paper, Americans used corn cobs. Yuck. Hmm. So they just, like, save them? Leave that there. <laughs> I'm not going there. All right. Okay. I don't know what they did or how they did There's it. no explanation? Well, it just says there's all the explanation it gives is there's no way that was comfortable. <laughs> We're, I would think that you would want to use <laughs> a semi-fresh one. Cause yeah, you like, like you don't want to use one that you just ate off of because it's still like slimy and wet. <laughs> but you don't want to use a dry, like you don't want to use one that's been sitting out for more than a week because then that'd be like Crusty. hard and like you'd like be like like a like a file. Like your shorts. <laughs> it would be like using a rasp. No, just like. My mind was like, okay, is there like a pot of them, like just going on the cobs in the toilet? I wonder if they're reusable. Reusable? I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> like, all right, here's your corn on the cob. Make sure you take care of it. Wash Why it wouldn't off. they use the husk? You know we don't have much corn this year, so you got to make it last. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just... <clears throat> I couldn't make that up. I probably could, but I need to look into this. Like, there has to be some kind of documentary on corn cob step by step corn cob toilet paper. That's you know, crazy. there's someone out there using <laughs> corn cobs for toilet that paper. Look on your face, tells me we're going to check it. We're, yeah, we're going to. What do you I'm got? Trying you to got? refrain from <laughs> turning this into a crazy show. It's but, too late. Sure it's not the corn skin, the <laughs> shank. The shank. Uh, the skin. The yeah. skin. <laughs> your shank. You call it the hank. The king. The corn's foreskin. The, the ears. The, that what? Crazy. The ears. It's called the ears. <laughs> the ears. Yeah. No, it's uh. called the husk. Oh yeah. Husk, yeah. yeah, that's what I said. What was did the you husk. call it? The what? The skin. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. uh, the wrapper. <laughs> With the little hairs on it, right? Oh, <laughs> Wonder what if they grabbed all the hairs and just like braided them? <laughs> well, that seems like a lot of work just to take a shit, man. Like, I know, you could be they, braiding while you're they sitting. They probably there. hired somebody to do it, though, for the whole crew. Oh, so that would have been like your job. Yeah. They paid like, you in corn I'm for the, the rest. I'm of the corn. I'm the village corn hair braider. Uh, unlimited corn, please. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we allow this to continue? No, let's go. <laughs> no, I think no, no. <clears throat> Are we good? Are we good? Yeah, we're good. 
All right. Yeah, all right. So, guys, everybody's warmed up. I know we're warmed up here now. So, uh, tell me one thing you learned today. One thing that I learned today. Let me see. Uh, uh, I'll pass right now. Good. From your thing or from? From anything. Sloths hold their breath for 40 minutes? 40 minutes. Oh, it was 40 minutes? I missed that part. I was so hung up on, like, why would they need to hold their breath? 40 minutes. Yeah, 40 that's minutes. A, extremely yeah, I could see so that. I peek, so I peeked at that? Yes, they do that because their favorite hiding spot is under the water so they can hide from predators. Ah, see, this guy was spot exactly. on. This guy was spot yeah. on. Yeah, he's holding their <laughs> breath. Oh, it was my eardrums. Yeah. No, that's what... Uh, I mean, that that's kind of interesting because I was watching about those tribes. Remember we were talking earlier about how they live at the water or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Well, some of the males or some of them people can hold their breath for 13 minutes. Yeah. Oh, man, those guys are deadly. Yeah. And they, like, puncture their eardrums so that that pressure doesn't affect, affect them. them. And they go scuba diving without no... Yeah, and they just without swim no around. Scuba. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I was watching this documentary one of them on... These uh like the lifeguards on in Hawaii, mm-hmm. man, they like dive down with like no with nothing, and they'll pick up this big old rock and like run with it on the yeah. bottom until like they can't hold their breath anymore and they'll swim back up like thirty forty feet, get another gulp of air and swim back down, pick up that rock and start running again. Nuts. I don't know, man. The ocean scares me, dog. Yeah, like, I mean, water is like the most powerful thing yeah. in the universe. True, and like yet it, it can be so calm. Yeah, yeah. That's why Bruce Lee said, "Be like water, be like water, my be friend." Like water. water, yes, sir. Dishwasher, <laughs> you always be dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, I feel like we're warmed up now. We can move along to the main topic. All right, so here we go. DJ, if you're ready, why don't you hit me with that beat? Yo, let's get into our topic. Yo, let's get into our topic. Burning, going down. Burning, going down. Ah, that song stuck in my head, man. And when I listened, that you guys listen to that mashup, <laughs> hip hop and country music. Yes, sir. There was just a lot going on there. I just, I mean, I did not like, did not like it. I did not not like it. That makes sense. Yeah. I just, I think I just had my brain couldn't. Oh, I know. Easy way to say that is like, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah. I like mine way better because it was confusing. <laughs> You're um, doing that prayer tuck. <laughs> but, yeah, there's just a lot going on, and I think my brain just couldn't connect right away. Yeah, there's this one. Um, I'll send it to you. It's a mashup. It's about 15, 20 minutes long. They do a lot of the 90s um, hip-hop and <clears throat> country mashup. It's really cool. I really like that stuff. I've just now been finding out about this, and I'm like, what? Why haven't I known about this? This is awesome. Where have you been all my life? Yes. Um, so we're here in episode 158, and like we mentioned earlier, we are approaching three years of being on air. You know, 
episode wise, week wise, we reached three years. What two weeks ago? Right. Yeah. Fifty-six. Yeah. So fifty-two weeks in a year. Yeah. So that was one fifty-six. Uh, but calendar wise, um, <clears throat> this coming Sunday is going to be our third year anniversary, and Sunday. today Sunday. on the, today's episode, we're just going to do a little reflection. You know, just talk about you know whatever that kind of sticks out to us in this past three years. And I guess I'll jump off since it was my idea. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, for me, it's just kind of like crazy, like how far what's how far we've come um, from in the sanctuary, like sounding like we're in a cave and um, just like how that looked like. You know, it was kind of crazy because we were sharing the sound system with the church and we had this little soundboard mixer thing and the mics weren't all that great i mean they're not the quality mics we have now and the our audio was going into the board and then into a chromebook that was recording on an app and all the intro transitions everything i was doing that from my phone that was had a aux cord going from my phone to the to the little mixer and uh, if you listen to the very first, or most of you have listened to the very first episode, it's like I messed up right off the bat. <laughs> playing reggae. <laughs> yeah, I started playing reggae. And I was like, God, we all started laughing very first episode. I mean, to go from that to like um, doing what we're doing now, like getting commissioned to do um, some videos and voiceovers and emceeing and uh just how far we've come, man, is crazy. It's pretty amazing. And being able to go on a trip um, because Potlatch one believed in us. And it's like, by word of mouth, that's how they found out about us. And it's kind of like, whoa, that's crazy, man. So that's, you know, that's a shout out to the Unspoken Words Disciples. Spreading the Unspoken uh, Words Gospel. Um, because of that, that word of mouth, I mean, that's opening up doors for us. It opened up a door, and we're able to do some stuff that we probably weren't ever going to be able to do otherwise. So, yeah, shout out to the unspoken words disciples. Um, and then that's where, I mean, I'll just pause there and then open it up to either one of you. You know, the other day after we got off of that, the other night after we got off of that Zoom call. Yeah. And um, I went back and I listened to that episode one. Yeah. And holy cow, boy, we re... Was it horrible? It wasn't horrible. We were good. It's just, man, the, the it's night and day. Like, you listen <laughs> to this episode, you go back and listen to the first episode, and it's like, like yeah, like we were basically it's in a cave with using caveman tools. <laughs> man. And I was listening to it, and I was laughing. It made me laugh. I was cracking up. Like, Was I, it like cringy, kind of? Not really cringy. It's just like well, okay. I, I think more more than anything, I was just kind of amazed at like from that day to like say today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, we we did come a long way, and we did like we had this idea. We all had the same idea brewing individually, and then we came to each other, and we we're like, hey, man, let's do this, and we were like, oh wow, that's what I was thinking. And then so we just started. Like we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know how we were gonna do it. Yeah. But we just had this this setup, and it, it reminds me of uh, my mom used to have this car, 
and it had an eight track tape uh-huh. player. Yeah. But she had an adapter for the eight track. She put that cassette in there, but that cassette was an adapter for the CD player. <laughs> so so she basically got to play CDs through a cassette adapter that goes into her eight track adapter on her radio. Oh wow. <laughs> that's that's what that reminded me that's, of. Yeah, that's exactly that's that's a good explanation of what we yeah. were doing. And so like I mean I, I get the fact that you know it, it's gonna sound a little rough, but we did it. Like, we, <laughs> yeah. we, we, we made it work. And we I remember we were all that when we first started out, we would all look at that mixing board and like, how do we do this? And then we all looked at Randy like, make it work, Randy. Then <laughs> he starts whipping out his technical jargon and I'm like, you might as well be speaking Chinese. I don't know what you just said, but we made it work. Yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, we started recording and I remember there was somebody, who was it that told us, oh, if you make it past 10 episodes, you was really legit. Yeah. you're legit. That was Levi, I remember. And, and he came in on episode what? Early man, like episode five. I think a lot, a lot of those ones in the hot room were cut off, though. They were what? Oh, cut off. Yeah, because we were using that music. Yeah. No, man, definitely. Like, shout out to all those that believed in us in the beginning. Because, like, I haven't had the chance to go back. I have this thing about listening to myself, so <laughs> I don't do, do a lot of that. I need. <laughs> I know I need to, but it's like, but I think like just man, just being a part of that process. Like, I wanted to ask you, like, could you see the chemistry that we had yeah i mean it was right there like when we were like it was raw talent yeah like what he just now mentioned is when he uh played started playing that reggae music out of the blue and we just all cracked up like, <laughs> oh man we're first uh randy's like first episode already had a technical difficulty or something yeah. like that so, but you know it was just immediate right like yeah like we already had that we knew that mm-hmm and then I think, you know, just over the years, I mean, yeah, well, I, that sounds weird, huh? Over the years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, but over time, we just, you know, I mean, that's always been there. But, um, like, you, you know, and obviously we give a shout out to all the people that have been with us from the beginning. But, of course, shout out to anybody that's jumped on board since then. But I want to give you guys a shout out because you believed in us, too. Yes, that, sir. that was the thing is, like, the trips that we're taking now, like, the, the rooms that are, we're entering into now, like, that's what we talked about at that initial meeting when we took our first selfie out here in the front steps. Yeah. We recorded episode one, or was that previous to recording? I think it was right after, because we were on our way out. We were leaving. Yeah. Yeah, and then he goes, let's take a picture, and, you know? Yeah. But, like, to go from there, I remember that conversation being like, man, I see us, like, whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, going, going, doing this, doing that. Um, and then now to be walking in that. Yeah. And the and the opportunities that are coming, you know, the partnerships and 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 just the 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 way the team has grown and man, it's all been organic, you know, it's all been organic and nothing has really been forced and and really like, man, I, I think it surprises me about like the consistency and dedication of all of us, but not only just us, but our families, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> And I know early on, like, especially those, um, those initial episodes, I know my, like my dad, he was always like, oh, this is cool. You know, you guys are funny. There's like no downtime. You guys are like just keeping that, keeping it going, keeping the conversation going. And he was, um, like he believed in us and he was like a strong supporter. He's like always encouraging me. And he said, I look forward to listening to your guys' podcasts and stuff and, so I remember that was a huge drive early on too. Um, like, okay, this guy, because he, 
he's had experience in radio um, in like the 80s on the Christian radio. And like he worked on stuff like recording of um, <clears throat> translating the Bible into Crow. So I really respected his um his opinion of it and I always asked him, What'd you think? What'd you think? What'd you think? And um yeah, so <clears throat> I know early on he was like he's like, Man, you guys are good, you guys are funny, you crack me up and that yeah. was cool, you know. That was cool to hear that from my pops back then. Um and then we're like, Man, we need we need to up our game, we need to we need to ask for like a different room, an actual room. You know, because we moved to the um, that little kind of room on the side there, <laughs> the boiler room. Yeah, oh no, not that, not oh, the hot that. room that there's like that one little kind of. Oh, the one off the platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We went in there and like we drug in rugs and stuff, but it was still kind of <laughs> echoey. And we moved into the hot room, and it was like the sound was perfect. The sound was really good in there, but it was just hot. Holy crap! I had to like get here like an hour before and open up the window. And there's like the hot room was like a storage room. There's all these fake trees in there and boxes of like costumes and stuff. Costumes and like Halloween stuff or Halloween Christmas stuff. And then we were in there for a while. Yeah. And then then the church was like, Yeah, we got this space upstairs and you guys want to use it? And we're like, Heck yeah. Yeah. For for the longest time I had remember Randy put on that little cop hat. Oh yeah, yeah, I have those <laughs> pictures. Yeah, and, and I, I, for the longest time, that's a, the picture I use for him on my contacts. <laughs> <laughs> I changed it to to a different one that you made, but oh, okay. But I, I, I use that for his uh, contacts. Yeah, I have those pictures on my phone, so I have to post them. <laughs> no way! No way! <laughs> <laughs> Take me, <laughs> no, Officer Randy. Um, yeah, and I think it was like our very first like. MC gig, you know, was from Standing Buffalo Strong. My boss, my supervisor at the time, Janelle Bartis, she was like, hey, how about your podcast crew? Just come and MC our um, our native youth event, our native talent, youth talent show. And I was like, heck, yeah, we'll do it. At you Lockwood? Know? No, it was at... Um, that was the one on the West End, right? Yeah, it was at a Bellings Hotel. Oh, yeah. The yeah. first one. Was that, first that was one. the first MC, right? Yeah, that was the first one. But we just, yeah, we just set up our equipment and... Um, we just did our thing, and remember I had all those kids eat crickets, and yeah, that was pretty fun. No, I think that one probably was my favorite as far as like crowd interaction. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, um, and then suicide prevention brought us on. Uh, suicide prevention, or what was it? Suicide prevention coalition of Yellowstone Valley. Yeah, they brought us on again. as keynote speakers, and then yeah. And then things just started opening up, and, like, Barjan's books believed in us and, like, gave us money to buy equipment, buy stuff. And Travis Diamond, you know, went to bat for us and got us these mics, these awesome mics. And so it was just, like, crazy. Like, we, I mean, just like what JC says all the time, ever since he said it, like, early on, like, that's just how I feel about us. Like, we're just three res kids with a tape recorder, and mm-hmm. we're, we're just talking. And other people hear it and they just like believe in us and they're like helping us and that was that was great, you know. So like you know, like Belling's first church, Barjon Books, Travis Diamond, Janelle Barkis, like if they didn't believe in us, you know, Yellowstone Suicide Prevention of Yellow Suicide Prevention Coalition of Yellowstone Valley, like they didn't believe in us, like those like I don't know if we're like 
I don't know if we'd still be doing this. Absolutely. You know? I do not know if we'd still be doing this. Like, if they didn't come along, like, hey, you guys are doing a great job. Here's some funding. Or, here, come speak at our conference. Or, here, come MC our event. Uh, those were huge. I was like, dang, that's cool. Yeah. And, you know, like, I was thinking about this earlier. Um, one of the common themes that a lot of people would tell us, too, is, like, we've never heard that before. We've never seen anybody do that before. Or yeah. The way you, I mean, obviously the humor, but, you know, three Native American men. Yeah, doing this, this type of thing, yeah, and just kind of basically putting ourselves out there like that, and and that that's one of the common themes that they always say we it's it's unique. We've never heard that before. Yeah, and and I thought that was pretty cool. But so I was telling my therapist, and um, he told me a story about this guy he knew. He was a cook, and he was saying, um, he was saying, well, how do you know, you know? Like he was telling him, like, hey, I'll tell you how to cook for the masses. He said, like, okay, take chicken noodle soup. You know, you got your chicken, you got your broth, you got some noodles, and you add a couple of things in there, a couple of vegetables maybe. And a lot of people will like that. But you add something else, the more ingredients you add, the people that like that will really like it. The people that don't like the things you added, they're not going to eat it anymore. So basically what he was saying is, you know, the more ingredients that you add, the the smaller the group will, they'll, they'll really, really like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I thought, you know, why is he telling me all this? Then he goes, but you have ingredients within you that a certain amount of people will like. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll really connect with it. And that just made me think of this, like, you know, we all have, we're all our own little bit of soup, right? Mm-hmm. And the ingredients that we have, the people that listen and they get it, they really like it. The people that kind of, you know, they don't get it, they're not going to listen. So I was like, okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. Like we all bring something different to the table. We all have our own unique experiences. We are all our own ingredients. Mm-hmm. And the people that get it, they really, really like it. Mm-hmm. And he said, you can go back and you can keep your ingredients simple and reach a lot of people. But he said, but would the message be the same? Mm. Oh, man, I can, man, I see that because there was something that I posted online and one of um, one of the people that listened to us, I know I'm probably going to butcher the name, but it's Amethyst. Is that how you say it? Amethyst? Amethyst voice. Oh, okay, yeah. But she goes, don't feel like that. Or what did she say? She replied, encouraging she was like i feel like i know you she goes oh you don't know me i just added you as a friend she goes but don't do things like that i wasn't you know and she was like i feel like i know you that's why i want to encourage you is what she said but it it kind of like where i take that is kind of like what you're saying with your therapist right like the people that do connect really vibe with us bro like they really rock with us man Yeah. yeah like they really believe in us, and, and man, it, it's amazing that just coming on here and sharing your story is seen as groundbreaking, yeah. right? Because especially, like, being three Native American males, like, we're taught not to speak our feelings. Yeah. We're taught not to process things. We're taught to be men of men, you know? Yeah. But to come on here and be vulnerable and share some of the, the deepest parts of our hearts with the world like our recordings are going to last longer than we do. Oh, for sure. You know, like the archives, bro. Like 
And then just, I, I think it speaks to the growth of our group, right? From the beginning, having that heart. And that's what I talk about, like with, with addiction and alcoholism and, and, and all that is like, man, we all have that don't quit attitude. Like we don't know how to stop. We don't know, you know, when we're chasing our vices, nothing ever prevents us from obtaining them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what we've modeled when we look back at the beginning, the genesis of, of unspoken words, right? Is like, man, three men rising above the obstacles that were before us and look at what we've grown into now and we still have a lot of room to grow, you know? And yeah. it's like, bro, like it, it, it's amazing because... The lives that we've touched. Man, I remember looking at those first ones, and I was excited when we got to, like, 20 downloads. Yeah. You know, like, I remember looking at those on the on the app, and I'm like, dang, like, this is cool. Yeah. And then now to see the numbers, like, today I was like, man, why aren't we, like, you know, like, we're, we're right there ready to, to, to cross over, in the, in, but it's taken a minute, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, like, these aren't, like the people that listen to us are like people in the city, bro. Yeah. Like we make a you'd make a decent sized city. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. <clears throat> and I think like one of the things one of the pieces that's really kind of sprouting up that's really kind of surprising to me is that people coming out of incarceration are reaching out to us and saying, Hey, I was listening to you while I was incarcerated. Yeah. You know, and I was like through Edovo. Mm-hmm. Which we thought was Endovo. Endovo. That's a Mandela effect. I'm sure of it. But so we are in uh, a lot of the federal prisons, yeah, and here in the United States on the Edovo platform, which is reaching out to us, and we're collaborating with them and going to do some more work for them. But to hear that, to see those messages come through. Um, on our face page and like through email, I'm just like, wow, you know, it's like what that did, what we're able to do for some other people, you know, spark a little bit of hope. It makes me think back. Like when I was <clears throat> coming to recovery, like I was sick and tired of being sick and tired, went to detox and then went into treatment. And then those workers there just shared their stories. And shared their experience, strength, and hope with me. And then it just sparked that hope. And, like, I want that. Yeah. You know, and that's, like, what these people are, these individuals are messaging to us. And I'm just like, wow, man, that's that's crazy. Like, that's the goal, man. Like, that was the goal mm-hmm. was to share our experience, strength, and hope in hopes that somebody might be motivated and somebody might, you know, catch on, pick, in, pick up what we're putting down. And it's like... Man, but it is faithful, you know, and it's like, all right, that, would, that just filled up my tank when mm-hmm. we got those messages, you know, in these past couple of weeks. I just filled up my tank. I was like, all right, cool, man, let's go. Let's, let's just keep going, man. Let's just keep bring, bringing our seasoning. <laughs> bringing that ingredient. But, yeah, that, man, you don't, it's crazy. Like, you don't know who you'll reach, when you'll reach them. How I mean, we know how. I mean, you got to listen to the podcast, right? But yeah, it's like you, you you offer that hope, you know that that like man, there's hope for tomorrow. 
Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's a I'm not going to use that word. It's an amazing thing. <laughs> Pretty powerful. Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood. In the blood. Of the land. Of the land. Hey. hey. Y'all got precious blood of the land. Hey. hey. Come to die, your friend. <laughs> I'll give you that one. But yeah, and then, you know, like, the, the motivation to maybe keep going or maybe the motivation to start, you know, wherever you're at in your journey, you know, that hope that, you know, to believe in not, like, you know, to believe in yourself. Yeah. Like that's, that's an amazing gift to give somebody, you know, that somebody somewhere along the line probably gave me, like, I can't think of anybody specific, but I know it's out there. And like, they, like he said, that was, that was the whole point. That was the whole goal. And not only that, but to have fun doing it. Yeah, and you know we talk about some pretty uh, deep stuff, some pretty you know dark things yeah. every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And there's times when all three of us, I know, we've gotten emotional while we were recording. Oh, yeah, but at the same time, you know, we still get to bring that that humor that we that number that probably the number one uh, um, defense that we have against <laughs> this world, right? Yeah. And it, and it's fun. Like I mean, I have fun. I look forward to these Thursdays because it's like therapeutic. Get to hang out with you clowns. Get to you know mess around, talk about random facts, or you know, um, just it's crazy. And I like it reminds me of a, a story my sister told me the other day when I got my hair did. Yeah, she was telling me um, she knew a girl that was you know kind of in a bad way. You know, she couldn't quite get it. She kept relapsing or whatever and um, was feeling kind of down. Maybe, I don't know if she used the word depressed or not. But anyway, she was, you know, in a bad way. And my sister said, hey, uh, you should listen to this podcast. And I guess she saw her downtown somewhere and saw her standing waiting for a bus or whatever. And she was laughing. And she thought she was on the phone talking to somebody. But no, she had her earbuds and she was listening to us. Uh. These guys are crazy. (laughs) That's awesome. she, She was just cracking up. So, like. Man, like you know, to bring that to somebody's life, yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. And I, dude, all we're doing is just sitting around being ourselves. Absolutely. And you know, like everybody that knows me is hangs around with me knows they're gonna laugh because mm-hmm. that's what I like to do. I like to make people laugh. It's fun for me. Yep. No, I think that's dope, man. Just seeing all the people that we're touching, um, all the people that that are impacted by, you know, just just coming out here and sharing good things. Um, man, it's been, yeah, it's cool, man. I think, I don't know. It, it's amazing, like, to look back and see where we're at, but also being excited for the future. Oh, yeah. You know, like, man, what doors are going to open? Where are we going to go? You know, like, who are we going to run into, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, <clears throat> and a lot of the things, they just come out of the blue, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we got this board because... Somebody out of the blue gave us the money to get it or the, the mics or like out of the blue. Like I didn't even know Potlatch Fun existed. Yeah. If you would have asked me that before they ever called us, I would have said, what are you talking about? Isn't that like a, like a, a feed? Potlatch? And then, no. and then they, they basically cold called us and said, okay, we're going to help you out. We'll give you some money. Yeah. I was thinking, dog, that's going to be cool, whatever. And then yeah. what dropped was like, dang. Yeah. <laughs> so it's almost like 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 okay so in my anxiety i'm always thinking okay what next you know like this doomsday like 
well, I won't even go into that negative thought process, but this is like a positive thing. Like, okay, now what? Yeah. What's going to come up next? Because it just seems like one thing after another, just out of the blue. Hey, we're interested in you guys coming and do this voiceover, or can you cut a commercial for us? Or yeah. you, Like, what? Really? For real? Okay. No, I thought, like, <clears throat> on that note, like, one thing that was very impressive to me, um, like, Q2 said, hey, we're going to launch this native native country website we want you guys to come in and do these voiceovers i'm like okay cool and we showed up um and that guy like he was in that little sound booth and he was like yeah we uh we brought in our professionals but they couldn't get this under 30 seconds so don't feel bad if you guys don't can't do it under 30 seconds we got time we'll work on it and boom one take all three of us boom 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 we're out of there in like five minutes (laughs) and it was like that was kind of shocking to me because he's he was like talking like oh yeah we're gonna be in here a while because our professionals couldn't do it yeah and we were like boom twenty seven twenty eight twenty eight seconds all under thirty seconds that yes. whole little th- yeah, yeah that was pretty awesome too and did you ever get to hear those no I need I haven't even been on that website they're probably on the website are they on the website yeah Q two native country or something yeah. like that I have to check that out that's one I haven't heard and they're like all different stations too right. Oh, yeah, we had to read off those different stations. Yeah, right? they were all different stations, bro. Like, there was Billings. Uh, I think the one I did was, like, Missoula area. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what I did. I think yours was local, wasn't it? I did Billings, and I did somewhere else in Montana. Great Falls. On the east side. East, south. Yeah, I don't know, but. Yeah, yeah, I, I always wanted to listen to that, see what they how they came out. But, yeah, that was pretty cool, like, just. Like hearing him, yeah, these professionals, they had trouble. They couldn't really get it. it sounded jumbled, it said. Yeah. And, and one take. Mm-hmm. Boom. Boom. It's like, man, you haven't ran into some fast-talking crows. Yep. <laughs> one take. I wonder and, if we've recorded 10,000 hours. Oh, I don't know. Probably not that much. But. No, not yet. That would be about year 10. No, um, but I wanted to throw it over to Capital K and just kind of present to you question as far as like what's it been like you know on the outside looking in and like you know you've joined the crew now what was that kind of what did you see in us and like just i'll give it to you now oh well that was when we first met you were talking about you were, you were at uh Buick. yeah First cross path, yeah. So, a lot of my relationships, like the covers, kind of started in places like that, you know. So, or, um, my long lasting ones, you know. So, but like right away, like I like, saw your first, I heard your first one, you kind of turned me on to it. So, check this out, you know, we do a podcast, and, you know, and just listening to the, well, the main thing is you could tell there's a camaraderie, you know, like the humor, the fun. You guys were having a blast. And I could tell you guys have been doing it for a little while because I was kind of researching how far back it was. Like probably, what, two and a half years in? Maybe just past two years, you would have kind of started taking interest. But yeah, uh-huh. the thing was, like, yeah, but once you got into the deeper topics and everything, it's like, man, you guys are afraid to talk about anything. Like, this is like, no, and of course, I know too, like, especially pro men talking, you know, like, <laughs> you guys put all defenses down and just let it all go, you know, like, that's really respectable. I think even today, like, I don't even work seeing clients today, males, they don't open up easily. But you guys are able to provide that, um, at least like online, you, you could portray that among you as males that you can provide a safe space, you know, to 
have these discussions and talks. You know, I have a lot of respect for that too. You know, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's like just want to be part of it. You know, it's just like that type of recovery. I mean, recovery should be fun and like, at some point, you know. Oh yeah. Um, but you guys, like I said, when you guys have these discussions and you make it a fact or make it obvious that even after all this time, we've all been around for a while and recovery, that it's, these things aren't easy for us. And it, it is still hard, but we're able to talk about it. This is how we get through it. It's a strong message that's being sent out there. Um, and it needs to, needs to keep going, you know, and just seeing how much it's, I have so much gratitude that I've been invited along to this journey, too. It's like, man, <laughs> it's like joining a, a brotherhood, you know. And I think for me, the biggest thing is, like, I don't feel so homesick, you know, like, even being all the way over here in Helena, like, to be able to dial in and participate. Like, that's pretty awesome. Right on, man. And <clears throat> yeah, I know. It's just like on this road of walking the red road and everything and different individuals come and stay. And I know you're one of those ones that's going to be with us and stay stay along and help us out. And, you know, you've already helped us out a lot, man. You got that, wow, our web website going. So you guys, listeners out there, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. It's at weareunspokenwords.com. Check it out and have a little bit of bios in there and some things that uh, keep up to date on what we're doing. And, you know, Kevin, Capital K is really uh, leading the charge on that. So we appreciate you, man, a lot. And we're definitely going to pay you. So we need that invoice. (laughs) (laughs) Compounding interest right now. (laughs) Compounding (laughs) interest. I'll make sure you comes out at the same time per cap does, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just give you our per caps. We'll sign it over. No, that's cool. And, like, yeah. I know, um, yeah, like you said, it's a brotherhood, you know, and, like, um, to be honest, all honesty, like, we hardly even, like, knew each other. And, um, like, we knew of each other. Like acquaintances mostly, and like what you guys all have been listening to is like this friendship, this brotherhood growing over these past three years, like to the point where you know we can confide in each other without any judgment. Like if I'm really going through something, and I know, I mean, I need to talk some talk to somebody. I know I can hit up Randy. I know I can hit up JC, and they'll listen. You know, without judgment. And a lot of times, you know, it's like. Even if I just need to vent, you know, I'll just kind of be going off and kind of cussing this and that out, and I'll just be sitting there listening to me and without any judgment. So that, I really appreciate that, and you guys have been our listeners out there have been listening to and being part of this journey, like watching this or listening to this friendship grow. And it's been pretty good, you know. It was something that I didn't I didn't know I needed, but now that I have it, it's like invaluable absolutely wow. yeah i think even like sharing like your deep internal dynamic too like just showing like you guys struggle and it's not always all fun and games you know like i mean good things like like said even as a group it's, like, it's, it's just another long relationship that you guys have established you know and i could see that you guys work through some stuff like you guys talk about a lot of this stuff it's like i said that's really respectable like a lot of people don't talk about things like that you know and just let things fester, and you know, I know you guys can rely on each other like that. I've seen that. It's like, no, it's, it's hope. 
you know, especially if you're in recovery and coming out of the darkness with alcohol, drugs, whatever it is, mental health. It's like you guys have been good examples of that. So there's another form of respect I have for you guys. Uh, who? And I know, like, in our visiting, you know, it always kind of goes into, like, uh, you, you've helped me out too, Kevin. Um, capital K. I'm just kind of helping me process some stuff in our, you know, in-person visits and stuff and sitting at conferences and goofing off. Laughing around. Yeah. Making jokes and stuff. Um, But yeah, is there anything as far as like in these three years, something that really kind of sticks out for you guys as far as anything for the recovery or just how the podcast is going? Something that's really impacted you. I think for me, it's getting that feedback mm. from people that say, oh, you know, I listen to your podcast all the time. You know, it really helps me out. You guys are crazy. You guys are funny. It's fun to listen to. But, you know, like the, these these individuals out there that are reaching out, yeah, like it just adds more fuel to the fire, I think. That and it, it's just, I mean, I can't. We we probably use this word a lot of times in this podcast alone, but it's just amazing. Yeah, it's just pretty fucking awesome that people are saying, "Hey, man, I really like this. I really like what you guys are doing. I listen all the time. You know, I got this, I got that from it." Um, so it's affecting real people, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. what that. I mean, that, and obviously that was the the whole point of it. But <clears throat> like to hear that, to hear somebody reach out and say, yeah, I listened to that episode and it helped me out a lot. Like that just blows me away. I mean, even though that's the goal to actually, you know, hear that feedback, that always sticks out for me. Like I just love to see that kind of stuff because then that means, you know, we're we're helping somebody. Somebody's somebody's, um, getting along in their walk no matter where they're at. doesn't matter if they're, Start just now starting out, or they got some years under their belt, whatever the case may be. I think we're all in the same position, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what you know, the the time might be. But to yeah, it, it's always the feedback that just just gets me every time. It's like wow. yeah, I mean, like that's motivation to keep going because now we can now we can reach the next person and the one after that. Mm-hmm. And you know, they always. You always hear people say, "Well, you know, if I could save one person, it'll all be worth it." I'm like, "No, nah, man, I want them all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to help them all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be greedy like that." True, absolutely. I think, like for me, man, it's just like how therapeutic these sessions have been, right? Like, yeah, coming in here on Thursday, and and a lot of times, like Capital K said, like we're working through things, and then. I know, like, for me personally, this year has been probably one of the toughest. Um, internally, there's a lot of things that that um, I'm overcoming personally, you know, but but to be able to come in and, and it's almost been like an escape, you know? Yeah. Like, when the mics go on, when, when we get in this room and, and we may have had the roughest day or the roughest week, you know, going through it, but as soon as those mics turn on, man, it's time to go. It's time to go and, and, and really realizing, I guess, like the influence growing, right, like causes, makes me want to walk at a higher standard. Mm. 
to hold myself more accountable to 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 be not not that how would you say but i think it's made me reflect internally more is what i'm saying yeah you know because what we say matters how we word our things matters like the the life that we breathe through these microphones and and leave out into the rest of the universe like man it impacts people on a real level and i believe that's why they connect with us is because it's so authentic and it's mm-hmm. so organic like man the team growing like man kevin coming in and just being a part of the team matt coming in just being a part of the team like man everybody has their own strengths mm-hmm. um and it's amazing because what i'm learning through that whole thing is like how to be a team player because i haven't always been a team player you know mm-hmm. so it's been like man but it has been like uncomfortable but I also see, like, man, like, for me, it's always, like, casting the vision, right? Like, I see the long term. And that's why I'm so thankful for you two because what you two have taught me is that, yes, you can have that long-term vision, but it's really the step that you take every single day that's going to determine when and how quickly you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the follow-through, right? Like, and to be able to, to talk through uh, whatever we're going through to be able to have, I'm I'm a person that believes that almost any disagreement can be fixed by a conversation. Oh yeah, you know, just airing things out and and getting rid of the frustration, but having, being intentional and having that healthy conversation. Oh yeah, and leading it, you know what I mean, like leading it by demonstrating it over the air, like, you know, um, I think that like for me, man, but it also like makes me so uncomfortable because when we're walking around people recognize us you know oh yeah like they they call us out like i remember walking over here and they were honking at me and it's like dog like i don't know i don't know but for me it's like really uncomfortable um but at the same time like seeing the fruit of our labor the messages that come in encouraging us at key points key times being able to just live out the dream, I guess. Yeah. And seeing the potential. Mm -hmm. I think like for me, that's really like what impacts me the most is like, man, like when we come here and we turn on the microphone, like, bro, like it don't matter what we're going through, but we got something like, we got to give life out to the people that are listening to us. Oh yeah, for sure. And real quick, man, I, I, I like what you said about, you know, um, having that long-term vision, like we all have like goals and, and this goes for the listeners too. Like you have a goal and you'll get there, but the idea is what are you going to do today? Like you Mm -hmm. can't, we didn't get here overnight. It took us three years to get this far and we're still going. Yeah. We still haven't reached, you know, that I don't think we'll ever peak. No, but, um, so, you know, just that, just that little life lesson right there, you know, we can, we can, we can, uh, we can dig something out of what he just now said and apply it to so many different things. Like you have a goal and you're going to get there. Just don't rush God's plan and do what you can with what you have today. Oh yeah. Keep it simple. Mm -hmm. That's really what we've done, right? Like we've used what we had to make the biggest impact that we could. And along the way we've learned, you know, like we've learned, like there's so many like learning lessons and, and just in our just in our conversations, you know, yeah, we could just be talking about you know like 
reflecting on the last three years and you know randy just pulled out a like a, a real piece of gold right there probably didn't even realize it yeah mm-hmm. and and so that's it's just an amazing thing like man it's really cool to be able and you know you said it yourself too like for me it's been there it's always therapeutic like to and, and you know even they're like a lot of times i've told you guys this before a lot of times when i'm talking i'm talking to myself mm-hmm. because i'm also working it out in my own head yeah but you know if if if, if you're if you're able to get something out of that, then fucking a. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I think um, the whole journey is like really kind of the thing that really sticks out to me to like the fact that you know we committed to an evening and we're always here. One of us is always here, um, but the other, you know, the rest of us, we phone in or we record early that commitment to it and it's like that commitment to it is like opening up these doors and i'm like same page as randy like okay cool let's just keep showing up let's keep showing up and putting out putting out an episode and like let's see where we go you know because it's been good so far like what other doors are going to open up you know and then the other piece that really sticks out for me is like you know, I said it um, a few weeks ago. I said unspoken words is going to last longer. It's going to be, it's going to outlive us. Mm-hmm. And then I I think that's been on my mind ever since I, I text that to the group thread. Like, wow, my great-grandchildren, great-great-grandchildren are going to be like, I wonder what, what grandpops was saying when he was like 34 or 37, <laughs> 38. You know, it's like they can tune in. And be like, I want to see what he sounded like, what he was saying back then. Like, man, he's saying the same shit today, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Still talking that shit. Still talking that recovery. <laughs> so all the aunties that miss me, just listen to, the, <laughs> listen to my voice. <laughs> You'll always have me on the podcast. You know I, can't, I can't be with you every day, but you can listen to me every day. You always be on my mind. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Always on my. That's a good song. That is. I'll okay, so song. it's uh Oh, last thing was just you like you're always on my mind. All right, Willie, we'll start with you. Um, where do you see us going? Like, where do you want us to go? Like, I mean, just kind of just the manifesting <clears throat> section of the pod. I see us. With our, I want to say building, our own building. Okay. All right. Offices, like the way I envision it, you know, you got to go through the front door and we got a, we got somebody in the front desk who just guards everything with, don't let anybody in and just like, okay, who are you? What's your name? Who are you here to see? Blah, blah, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. one of those kind. Get uh, one of those kind. And, get you know, a Karen up there. <clears throat> we still got to come up with a. Native name for a native Karen because they exist. They do. Anyway, Kyle I Karen, oh, <laughs> Auntie Karen, <laughs> Auntie Karen. But yeah, something like that too. And then you know, it's not. I mean, obviously, we'll have the studio, but like, like just to branch out into all these other different things. You know, um, helping others start their podcast. Yeah. You know, um, always wanted to get Randy to do his thing. Randy and Matt to do their things. We can start making music. 
yeah. and help other people make music. Um, you know, opening up other avenues of uh, native-based treatment. Yep. I mean, just like the sky is the limit, dude. And I can keep going, but like th- when I think about it, like I think about you know this building and these offices and just you know, and I can say, you know, back in the day we used to have to sit in the hot room. Yeah. And now look, we're see- we got this great big conference table. We got all these people that joined in. That you know decided, hey, I want to be a part of that. They probably have to volunteer at first, but <laughs> interns, interns, yeah. There you go. We needed, all, we know all these people around the table. We're all discussing, you know, experience, strength, and hope, and how can we help today? Like that's what I see. Yeah, like, just bigger than big. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. But you, Randy, man, I'm kind of along the same lines. Like really, what I see is is really two things, right? Like being a part of like building a media empire um, connected to unspoken words and, and really feeding the next generation. Like I'm done trying to mentor, you know, um, not, I shouldn't say done, but my vision has changed in, in impacting the generation that comes up after us. Yeah. You know, like, like seeing the things that we see out in the streets. Um, my 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 thing is like wanting to catch them at a younger age before they capture a gun. Yeah, you know, um, I I see unspoken words doing things like that, radio, um, online, internet type stuff, but also see unspoken words making a huge impact in the recovery community, being one of the places to go to, like one of the premier facilities in this region. Yeah, and not even just this region, but across the globe, um, introducing the things that we hold dear our culture, because I believe that a big part of the problem in our city is Native Americans, but it has to be done from a Native American perspective. The yes, healing's got to come within our own community because for so long we've listened to outside entities trying to tell us how we should be when that way doesn't work for us. Yep. Um, and it's like, you know, we may not have been invited to their table, but one thing that I see that we have done is we've built our own table. You know? True that. Like, we've built our own table. Like, okay, you don't rock with us? Cool. Here we are. We're building over here. Yep. Um, But I also see, like, what I really want is for Unspoken to be full-time, full-time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, where it's just consistent, consistent, um, like it is at any other organization. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, the sky's the limit, actually. Yep. No, I... I Hey, that's your guys' vision. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna judge you on that. No, I like it though, and that's like, you know, kind of right in line with what <clears throat> what I see. But before I get into mine, I want to see what Capital K. I know you guys, you've been with us just you know a few months, but what is your what's your vision? What what do you see as far as you know moving forward with unspoken words? Well, so far, what I see is like. Outside looking in, you guys have the opportunity to move into a lot of professional development. You know, you guys talked about a treatment center, um, a lot of different things. You know, but I could see you guys doing like a lot of peer support type, peer to peer type uh, services. You know, as you, if they get become more of a physical, um, like a center of operations, you know, where you have your studio there and everything. But I could also see you guys supporting and helping bring out a almost like a female counterpart to your show too, you know. Um, 
Yeah, so I guess I just want to say too, uh, happy birthday, guys! Three years is a long time, <laughs> you know. And uh, oh yeah, my wife says, yeah, my honey wishes you guys happy three years too. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 yeah, so yeah, but I can see like a lot of these kind of offering going into offering Native American or to say cultural appropriate sensitive delivery of care. Yeah, you know? and I really needed. <clears throat> and actually, that's why. I kind of, that's one of the reasons I want to go back to school myself, so for my MSW, is to help hopefully facilitate all that and actually, uh, the, where I'm at right now, they're very interested in expanding their knowledge base about what they can do in that area too, especially at Carroll College, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot, a lot of opportunity because you guys are getting a lot of people's attention. If you guys uh, gave the link to a couple of professors, this, and they were like, <laughs> they were laughing. And, and the other thing, too, like last week, you guys had the mask grade. And so <clears throat> one of my classmates is from uh, Brookstep. Is, is it Yellowstone Boys and Girls Ranch? Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, they brought some science over. And he said he had a good time. And so I had him ask him to share in our, we have the usual a breakout in one of our classes. Like, I yeah. asked him to share what it was like. And well, everybody can stop laughing. He was just like telling the story. And he said, like, yeah, <clears throat> the, the boys about or the science they bought there, natives too, but, but they kept, the kids kept pointing the dancers to him, and so the dancers were picking on him, so oh. he didn't know what to say, but yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. And I said, yeah, that's like the humor, that's what we need, you know, more of that, stuff like that, you know, just those opportunities, like, and for me, it's like, I'm glad he went, but I said, well, I wish I was there too, because I'm missing out, you know, especially at this time of year. It's a, it's a great way to bring in laughter, especially for the holidays, and holidays are tough for a lot of people too, you know? So, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I was saying, you guys just keep growing. And like I said, once you get that, going from the online presence, that's when you guys start, you guys, you guys are starting to do the physical presence by uh, participating in a lot of these events you've been asked to MC and things like that. But once you guys get into the, let's say, have your own physical space where you start providing services or a place to meet, just hold meetings or whatever it is. That's, that's where I see you guys going pretty quickly, really quickly, honestly. Yeah. So I got. Uh-hoo. Uh-hoo. Um, <clears throat> God, I think Endgame for me is like, you guys all kind of touched on it, is like, <clears throat> you know, we have where Unspoken Words has a treatment facility, you know, out in the sticks, and it's like six months you know, commitment to go to that place and just like reprogram people, you know, and my heart is really for a lot of our, um, our native brothers and sisters that are on the street, you know, cause I worked in that field. Randy's worked in that field and it's like, I really want to help that population, you know, just reprogram themselves to get out of that, that colonized thinking. Because uh, it's that colonized thinking that has led them to the state that they're in, you know, um, <clears throat> and that goes deep, you know, and to reprogram that, you know, and as I began walking the red road and been walking the red road for just eight years and some change, one thing that I've realized is that I had to rethink everything. The way I thought about everything, I had to let that go. Because it was detrimental to me, the way I handled things, the way I handled people, the way I talked to people, everything. I had to let all that go and relearn 
some healthy coping skills and learn what are the cultural teachings around being mindful? What did our ancestors do to stay mindful, to address their mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual well-being every day? What did they do? Um, and just that holistic approach is an approach that's um, coming from our ancestors. It's not a colonized way of um, dealing with stuff. And so that was very um, enlightening to me early on. That's what I want to bring people to, that realization that pre-European influence, our ancestors walked the red road. Our ancestors lived out the 12 steps. They had accountability. They had transparency. They had community. They had service. It was all for one. That musketeer reference that Randy was saying, the five musketeers. And so end game for me, we have that facility that you guys are talking about. And we're helping people. Um, you know, I just took a walk through downtown. I was going to an appointment meeting um, last week. I believe it was early last week. I walked from the hospital and I was going through downtown here. And ran into a couple bros, relatives that were on the street. And they came right up to me and they were talking to me. And I was, I, I was in the in the mode where I was able to respond and treat them like human beings and have a conversation with them and encourage them to you know put the drugs and alcohol away and start walking the red road again. And I was just like, I haven't done that on the streets here in a minute, but I felt like. I felt like a surge of like, yeah, this is what this is what I want to do. That's what I want to do. I want to speak life into people. Especially when they're down in the dumps like that. I want to generate, I want unspoken words to generate enough revenue so that I can go do that. That that's what I'm doing every day or every week. I'm out there trying to Getting my brothers and sisters that are on the street plugged in. My brothers and sisters that are struggling with addiction. Bring them some hope. To get them going on the right path. You know, and that. That at some point here in the near future. That unspoken words is able to generate that. That we are unspoken words is generating enough revenue from our services, what we're able to do from our talents that we can go do that, that I can go do that, that I can just go, all right, today, Thursday, I'm going to go out on the street all day long and just try to talk to these, talk to our brothers and sisters that are out there, hopefully get them plugged in and have that facility out there in the sticks. Like, hey, man, you want to go? Let's go. You tired of this? You tired of, you tired of hustling out here? You tired of you tired of being sick and tired. You know, just being able to offer that peace, like because we all know that when someone wants that recovery, it's a small window, a week at most, maybe two, where they're like, "Okay, I want to go," 
and it's a small window and having the capacity to capture those individuals and be like, okay, boom, let's go. Being able to call somebody, Hey, let's come. I'm over here. I'm over here by Peter pit, man. Come pick us up. This, this one wants to go and just boom, plucking them up, taking them to our facility, plugging them in brain, brainwashing them with the well bride. Um, that's where I see us going. That's what I want. That's what I want to manifest for us. <clears throat> manifest destiny. That's um, that is that that's that that is pretty awesome. Like and to you know to help people, and you know you're you're listening right now. I mean that that is for you. I mean. You, you, not only is recovery for you, you can do it. You know, you want to get into the culture like that never left. Like it's in your DNA. That's in our blood. And it has been since time memorial, as they say. So don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget that you have the, the power, the strength, the resilience. Everything you need is within you. You want to see the light, look inside because it's there. And also, you know, like, man, you got anything for us you want to you want to help us out you got some topics you got some ideas you got some talents you want to throw our way uh internship anyway for now but you know <laughs> like you know it because this this circle is for everybody sir and um and, and and to be able to you know you know you can be a part of something you know and whatever the case may be you know you you got to go out and you got to get it yeah, like you just got to you got to go out and you got to take it, take what's yours, take that piece. Brandy's always saying, you know, we have to have that piece. Go out there and get it. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, you can use whatever you have in front of you right now to get started or to keep your journey going. Just don't stop. Just keep going. Keep moving. Find something. Because I mean, like I said, everything that you need is going to be right there with you all the time. And. You know, and again, like I say, you do, you can't rush God's plan. Don't try to do that. We all have our goals. We all have our dreams. We all have things that we want to happen. And they're good things, and you can do it. I know you can do it. You can it just, just go one foot in front of the other. Sometimes it's hard. Like, I know that because, I, you know, like I said before, I'm, I still struggle with anxiety and, like, overthinking and all that other bullshit. Like almost 10 years in and I still deal with that. And that's all right. I mean, I don't like it. But the fact that I have, you know, these guys around me um, and using those tools that I've learned, even though it's kind of difficult at times, uh-huh. it's like just keep going. Keep going. And, and, and it'll get better. It will get better. So, and that's, that, that, that's part of like, you know, um, the message that I want to keep bringing to the table is like, don't give up, don't stop, don't stop before the miracle happens. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, become a part of something. Um, like sometimes I like this, this is good for me because I get outside of myself and I'm talking to myself, but I'm also speaking to you too. And hopefully you get these messages and if you got to come back, you got to listen to that again. You want me to you want me to say it again? Don't stop. Keep going. You got this. I believe in you. 
Uh-huh. Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Yep. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just swim until you can't swim no more. <laughs> Even when those waves are splashing your face. <laughs> and you can't take a deep breath because that water is just coming in. Just swim. Swim. <laughs> just swim your little heart out. <laughs> just keep flapping your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Flap those fins, baby. Flap those fins. <laughs> All right, let's go around the horn and we'll stop, start with Cabot OK and just some closing thoughts on three years or just recovery in general. Whatever you want to talk about. Closing thoughts. Go ahead, Cabot <clears throat> Like I said, three years is a long time for anybody, you know, like you working with people, like the first 30 days are tough. And <laughs> so just think about your, you guys got through your, so just intriguing to hear about the first 30 episodes, you know, like, yeah, it's where you guys come from. Not even realizing if we go this far and this long. But I think that's just what recovery is like. You just don't, once you really get into it, you find your space and your spot, you know, like, like, you know, like for me, Twenty three years this happened, you know, like for you guys now, three years is already here. So I mean, for any of you listeners out there, you know, it's just like one day at a time. You guys took it one episode at a time. So it's some pretty good stuff and you know, and all these opportunities and that's what recovery should be like. When you least expect it, all these things start to blossom and happen for you, you know. But as long as you do the work though. It's just things recovery is slow and hard in the beginning and you know, even for me tonight listening to you guys talk about that first the first few episodes, like, man, that's pretty, well, remarkable, you know, that's like what you, those are the things we need to hear in recovery, and so I'm glad to be able to be a part of it now, I, I plan to be around for a while, too, with you guys, so that's just awesome, I'm proud of you guys. Ahoo. 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 Randy B. Man, I just... I think like when I think about everything, man, I'm just thankful and grateful to be where we're at. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that this has been a journey just like everything else in life. And if anybody's thinking of starting anything, man, the first, the hardest thing is to start. Yep. And then after that, it's just maintaining and just being consistent. Because I think back to that first conversation when we took that picture, it was like, man, when the right door opens, I want them to look in and see the history that we've created. Yeah. And I think... When people look at it, they realize that we're not just doing this to do it. Like, we're doing it because the end goal is to be able to have the freedom mm-hmm. to help in areas that we're passionate about. Yeah. And just as with anything else, man, it started, you know, as a baby and, and to see it evolve into what it has been. Like, man, if anything, like, if we aren't, Anything more in this world, we're dependable, we're reliable, and we're consistent. Yes, sir. You know, and we have a don't quit attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, because everything that we've faced as a team, as a unit, as a family, bro, like we've gotten through it. Yep. You know? And mm-hmm. I think that shows the resolve and the resilience of us three, or not, not just us three, but us five, like the collective here, right? Like, it shows our resolve and our resilience mm-hmm. that despite everything, man, like we could have quit after those first couple, you know, first couple episodes mm. we could have, and we would never been here. 
But somewhere along the way, man, us three were crazy enough to keep going, even if nobody was listening. <laughs> <laughs> even if it was just our family. Yeah, but... but what, what Matt, did you call them before? Pity listen? <laughs> yeah, like pity download. <laughs> pity, <laughs> pity streams. <laughs> but, man, like, dog, like, that's not a small feat. Like I said earlier, like, man, the numbers that we're at now is the size of a small city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, like, if you think about that and you look at those, like, each download as a person. Yeah. We have made a splash Mm -hmm. for us. Yeah. We've created our own lane and we've been consistent and we've built a table and now that table is just getting bigger. True. You know? Yeah. Like, bro, like, we're, like, what I see is, like, man, remember, like, on Coming to America, remember that big old long table? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, they had to use those phones <laughs> to yeah. speak to the other side. Yeah, yeah. Like, bro, that's literally like what we're building right now. Yeah. Because that's what I prayed for when I left that organization at that time was like, God, give me the ones that nobody wants. Mm. Give me the ones that people have forgotten about and let me speak life into them. Mm. Bro, and the backlash and everything that I face personally. Mm. Like, I'm finally in a place where I can speak about it without emotion. Yeah. I've been able to work through that. I've been able to process all those hurts and those pains that I've gone through in my own personal life. And they've come out as wisdom. Mm. Not not that I consider myself like some dude or whatever, but it's just like it, it's been able to share the hurts and the pains that we've gone through in our own personal lives and speak life into somebody who maybe understands or captures onto something that we have said on this podcast and decided to fight for another day. Mm. And that decision to say yes to life has mm. changed their entire life, not just for them, but their family. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think like, bro, like when we look at it, bro, like, man, it's amazing. Yep. And it's freaking powerful what we've done. And what we are continuing to do. (laughs) Sorry, Sorry, JC. (laughs) JC. You can always start singing too. I'll back you up. (laughs) Why is it always got to be me? (laughs) But it has. Yeah. And it's like, bro, like even if nobody believed in us, we believed in us. Yeah. But it's amazing to see who believes in us. Yeah. Like three res kids with a tape recorder, bro. Yeah. Nobody special. Mm. Like we're nobody special. We're no different than you. We fight through the same things that you do. Similar. If we're not going through the exact same thing, we've been through something similar. Mm-hmm. And it's those commonalities that we've that that have brought us together, man. Like we may not see each other face to face, but you listen to the sound of our voice and you come to know us. Oh yeah. But it's like we know you too. Yeah. You know? True that. And I think like, man, like I just want to thank you guys for listening, man. I thank the team here for who we are, bro. And I thank all of us for not giving up on each other. Mm-hmm. But also choosing to be grateful, man. Choosing to be thankful. Mm. That at the end of the day, what we've built is going to outlive us. Yeah. Favorite Indian. <clears throat> so, you know, talk about 
you know, the, the podcast or, or thoughts on recovery, I'll, you know, I'm going to tie them together because when you talk about one, you can think of the other. And, you know, when we first started out, we didn't, you know, we knew we, this is what we wanted. We knew what we wanted. We didn't know how we were going to get it. We didn't know how we were going to go about it. We didn't know nothing about podcasting. But we went along. We used the tools that we were given. We started on borrowed equipment. The sound mm-hmm. was all choppy. You know, we were using our sound effects through a phone. <laughs> um, it sounded like we were in a cave. And, you know, it was pretty rough at the beginning. But, we, you know, we kept going. And, you know, we were looking at these these downloads. And we were happy that we had 10 or 20. But we kept on going. We kept on going. We kept going to the next one, the next episode, one episode after another, like Kay said. And eventually these doors started opening. These things started happening because we we pressed on. We persevered. We had that vision. And we committed ourselves to the, th- to the end goal. And that could be the that, that same thing can be said about recovery. It's the same thing. When we first start out, we don't know what the hell we're doing. We don't know anything. You know, we're using borrowed equipment. We go to the meetings or we, we, we listen to people who who walk down the, um, the red road for an extended period of time. We learn from them. That's kind of like, you know, we're borrowing their equipment yeah. and, we're, and we're plugging it into ourselves. And then those doors will start opening. Good things will start happening when you persevere. You keep going. When you, Even when we stumble, even when we fall. You know, life just, you know, every once in a while it it gives you a gut punch. Mm -hmm. And and that's that's life. But, you know, to keep, you know, um, keep your vision, keep, you know, okay, this is what I want. I want this no matter what. And that's kind of like how we did everything. Like we, we, there's times when I feel like I still don't know what I'm doing. And all I'm sitting here doing and I'm just being myself, I'm just talking, um, Probably a little more G-rated than usual, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, so it's it, it, it's the same thing. Um, having a goal, but then achieving that goal one step at a time, and then you know, pretty soon people start coming into your life, like Matt, and Kay, and all these other people. You know, like, oh hey, can you do this for us? We heard you guys. You know what? We know what you're doing. It sounds great. You guys are unique. You guys are, you know, groundbreaking or whatever they, you know, the words that they use. And if you're in recovery, you can plug that into your life too, kind of like in the same kind of the same kind of deal. All these things will start coming into your life that you can utilize and you can use to meet your goal. And even though I didn't know what I was doing, even though like I was scared to death at first, like cuz you know I realized, you know, I'm putting myself out there. I'm setting myself up. I'm standing up and making myself tall for everybody else to see me. That makes an easy target for the people that want to bring you down. But to keep going, to bend and not break, to um, be able to go through all the things that we still go through because mm-hmm. life is life. Mm-hmm. Um, and to and to get to this point and we're still going. And, you know, the, the thing is, is that we, you know, this didn't happen on an island. We didn't do these things by ourselves. So to also reach out and and find the people that are willing to help you, find the people that are real, not the ones who are going to enable your destruction. Sometimes you got to cut those people off 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're your loved ones. Like, yeah. And it doesn't mean you don't love them. It's just that, you know, you got to love yourself and you got to, you know, take care of you first. And then pretty soon you'll find yourself in a position to where, man, I got some time under my belt. I know some stuff and I'm doing it. Yeah. Because right now you're succeeding. No matter where you're at in your walk, you're succeeding. Mm-hmm. You'll tell yourself that I am succeeding. I'm doing it. And there's times when like why, you know, we get these, this real positive feedback. And for the longest time I've, I've always struggled with, with that kind of thing. You know, people giving me positive feedback just because of my self image and myself, Mm. my, um, my idea of me, the things that were ingrained in my brain when I was a kid and I worked on it and I'm getting better at it, but there's still times when I feel like, man, I get that imposter syndrome. Mm. Like, what am I even doing? But then I, but then I get, then we get these things coming back from people that are listening or these people out in the community. Hey, you guys are doing great. We love that. Can you come, you know, do this for us or you guys are doing great. Keep it up. And so that kind of, it's, it's just like tells me, okay, there's something's right. I'm doing something right. And all of that, you know, like I said, can go back to each and everybody's uh, individual recovery. Yeah. Because it's freaking awesome. Like recovery is cool. I mean, I know that sounded kind of corny, but, (laughs) but it is. I mean, and I, we, I, I always talk about, you know, okay, so life is going to be hard. It is. But at the same time, man, life is fucking beautiful. Like, man, it, it just is. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so many awesome things that we get to do. We get to. Some of those things we don't want to, but we get to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to keep that message going through this podcast and give other people hope, and give other people motivation and inspiration. Like light that fire. Flame it. Or you fan that flame. And you'll be surprised at the the, the amazing things, the awesome shit that you can you can do. Like mm. and that's in everybody. That's in you. If you're listening to this, that is in you. So don't ever don't ever like like for me, like I always had these core beliefs of, about Oh, well, I can't do this. Or I can do this, but I can't do that. Mm. No, you got to get that shit out of your head and say, yeah, I can do whatever I want. You can be anything you want to be. You can do anything you want to do. You can have anything you want to have. But you got to work for it. You got to keep going one day at a time, one episode at a time. Yeah. And as we always say, you can't half-ass it. Full ass. You have to full ass it. got to full ass it. Full moon, baby. Both cheeks. Both cheeks. Yay, yay. And, 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 Hot it, dog it, buns. and it's cool to, you know, talk to yourself and... And get yourself all raw rod up. But the trick is, talk is cheap. Yep. Just go do it. That's all you got to do. You just go do it. Just do it. Just do it. And, just you know, it. And, yeah. I, and I just want to tell everybody out there that's listening, I want to tell you guys, okay, Matt's probably going to listen to this later. Man, I'm so grateful for all of you. For mm. All of you. Because, like I said, I, I don't do the, I don't I don't exist on an island. <laughs> and you, you're not alone, no matter what. Even if you're by yourself, you are not alone. Mm. I know sometimes it, it, we think that. I mean, that's just the way it is because we don't have the people around us in this immediate, in this present time. But they'll come. You keep you keep doing what you're doing. You keep 
fighting that good fight and everything will come. So don't stop. Just keep moving forward. And before you know it, you'll get to what, 158? Yep. Three years? <clears throat> Three and years. counting. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that would be like my message mm-hmm. to tie those two things together is like, hey, when we started, we didn't know what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was kind of rough at first. But now, like, these doors are opening and that's for you. You can use that. You can use that template for your own success. Yep. Yep. And we still don't know what we're doing. Still don't know what we're doing. <laughs> have no clue. <laughs> but thanks for tuning in. Now, my closing words is I want to give a shout out, you know, give my shout outs from the unspoken words perspective. <clears throat> you know, definitely shout out to Reverend Mulberry for initially believing in me and wanting to help me make a dream come true as far as, you know, having this platform. And he bought the equipment with the church's funds, you know, the initial mics and the mixer soundboard thingy that we're using. Um, He went and purchased all that the year before. And, um, you know, Belling's First Church, Reverend Reverend Harmon Morgan um, in in the front office, no, definitely shout out to you for believing in us and continuing that, um, just kind of supporting our vision. You know, it was like, okay, here's a room, use it. What do you guys need? What do you need? How how are you doing? You know, always that warm welcome whenever we walk into the, um, and then working with us, you know, as far as, you know, um, what we need and then helping us to just being very gracious hosts here at Billings First Church, uh, Travis Diamond, for continued support, you know, financially and just believing in us. Um, <clears throat> Barjan's Books was one of our biggest donors as well in the beginning, and they continue to, you know, support us financially. You know, they helped us out with the masquerade and gave us the money to buy, you know, this our, some of our equipment, our chairs in here and stuff. Um <clears throat> Native Wellness Life, Orville and Debbie Dejarle, they said it right. You know, they, you know, came along, commissioned us to do some stuff and really helping us get our, you know, they even put us in their magazine, made us the cover. That was freaking awesome. That was amazing. I was like, what? (laughs) You know? Like, man, we're on the front page of this magazine. I never thought we'd be on a page. I didn't even think we'd be in a magazine. Hang it in your room, baby. (laughs) <laughs> uh William Brian Henry, you know, he's definitely been a supporter, you know, of me. He he listens to our podcast. He's a big diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging um trainer here in Bellings. Um and he's you know, he's always like, Yeah, I listened to this episode, you guys said this and cracking me up. Yeah. He's a huge supporter. He helped us out with our uh masquerade as well rocky mount tribal leaders tribal opioid response program huge supporter always supporting us shout out to you uh yellowstone pond uh shout out to you uh msu bellings native american achievement center shout out to you for your continued support um actually employing one of our boys here randy b working over there um bellings urban indian health and wellness center uh, suicide prevention you guys are huge support uh continuing to back us up when whenever we got our social our events in town here uh the yellowstone valley suicide coalition um yellowstone valley suicide coalition of 
No, wait, I said that out of backwards. I always say it backwards. Suicide Prevention of Yellowstone Valley Coalition. Is that right? You tell me. I don't know. <laughs> sounds good. That sounds good. All right, hey, that's close enough. They know who they are. Shout out to them. Uncle Mike, you know, he's always tooting our horn. So uh, that's why he's our uncle. Mr. Legislature. Mr. Montana Legislature. Am I missing? Am I forgetting anybody? Mm, probably. Probably. Potlatch Fund. Oh, Potlatch our fund. family. Oh, Potlatch. <sighs> Cleora. Montana Social. Oh, yeah. Montana Social Scientists. Also, yeah, Vanessa Williams. Vanessa McNeil. McNeil? Yeah, McNeil. Vanessa McNeil out there in the Northwest Social Scientists. Pacific Northwest Social Pacific, Scientists. Yeah, Pacific Northwest. E-Dovo, not Endovo. Yeah, E-Dovo. Um, yeah, Potlatch Fun. Um, making a dream come true. While Bridey, White Bison, you know, there's potential collaborations there. E-Dovo. Yeah, and like and then you know Matt and Kevin coming on, man. We appreciate you. Shout out to you for believing in us enough to like, hey, I want to, I want to be part of the crew. Like we're like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, jump, come on in, man. There's plenty of room. Water's fine. But yeah, you guys got any shout outs? All our we- future collaborators, yes, sir. All our future partnerships. Hmm. Hmm. Especially shout out to our loved ones, you know, our families. Absolutely. Parents, siblings, uh, cousins, aunties, uncles. Kids. Kids, oh yeah. You got any shout outs there? Favorite Indian. No, I'm listening to you. You're saying all the good ones. Keep going. Oh, shout out to Fort B. Shout out to Fort B. All the aunties. <laughs> all the aunties on Fort B. <laughs> Especially all the single aunties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These two are still single, so y'all hit them up. <laughs> <laughs> we ready to mingle, baby. <laughs> they ready. They've been ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting the first day that's hard. It's just no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's the second day. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. You're gonna say something. Right? It's all over your face. As you say, that's the first day's not not the thing. It's holding on to him. That's <laughs> that's that's the hard part. <laughs> no, you know what I was thinking about is remember that one episode we were talking about. You said the same thing. These guys are single. Oh, you ain't, or some somebody hit him up or something like that. And then Randy was like, preferably female. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, so that door is open? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember that. And then there was just some lady started emailing, remember? She was like, oh, interested in you. Favorite Indian. Oh, yeah. And then I never responded to her. She sent like two or three emails. I screenshot it send it to you. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, definitely. She wanted to have your grandchildren. Oh, what? What? <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, I forgot what on here. Uh, Brocade. Shout out to Brocade, man. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate you coming out to the first Masquerade Clown Dance and then sponsoring the categories this year at the Masquerade Clown Dance. That was huge, man. That was awesome. Um, and Nighthawk Jr. is coming out jamming. Uh, DJ Crooks playing some music for us for at the Masquerade. Yeah, and then all our previous guests. You know, we've had a lot of guests that come on and, you know, 
And it's awesome that you guys are willing to come on and share your experience, strength, and hope. And that's a beautiful thing, you know, because that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what helped me get going. That door is open to anybody. Oh, yeah. So within reason. Within, <laughs> within, yeah, okay, there you go. We don't accept the crazies. <laughs> we're, we're already stocked full of crazies in yeah. here, so. I, I take up all the crazy. In this I group. take up all the crazy myself. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know what? Like, hey, I want to give a shout out to all the listeners. All the, you know, people, there's some that have been here since day one. There's some uh, listeners that have been, you know, following us for just a week. Yeah. But whatever the case may be, you're on board, you're listening. Thank you. We couldn't do this without you. Yep. We love you. We support you in every positive thing that you're doing. We always support a positive hustle. Yep. Um, keep moving them feet. And yeah, we got nothing but love for you guys out there, man. Thank you. Ahoo, ahoo. Ahoo. Yeah, our listener, your most important piece. You guys good? Yes. No, I can keep going. Oh, I know you could, but let's close it up. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Give me some horns. Give me some horns or Lulu something. Hey, ha, ha, hey. Whoa, whoa. hey, there she is. The deadly eye. Deadly eye Luluer. <laughs> oh, Karen, forgot about you, girl. Got to shout out Karen. Shout out Karen for just being a lovable horse and eating apples and carrots out of my hand. And carrots in hand. Yeah. What? But, um, yep, to all our listeners out there on Flat Earth, we definitely love you. We appreciate you. Keep listening. And to our unspoken words disciples, I can't express how much I am grateful for you guys. Keep spreading unspoken words gospel. Billy Graham style. Ha, <laughs> hey. And until you can have me, you can have the podcast. A Listen to my voice. Hot dog buns. Hot dog buns. Shouldn't it? Now sit back, relax, and listen to some